there, campers. While we're gathering around the campfire, we just want to let you know we are not what you would call experts. What we do have is a love for researching and discussing the lore of cryptids, creatures, and an occasional spooky woman that can eat our soul. So if you are in need of immediate help with the chupacabra in your yard, please consult someone else. Also, this podcast isn't for kids. These campfire stories can contain graphic and explicit content that may not be suitable for young campers. Solicitor discretion is advised. co-host ryan hello everybody welcome back to lowering our folklore podcast where we show you the history and legends of different lore and stuff from just all around the the universe really (laughs) i always want to make like little um paper on like popsicle sticks of like the main points that you say (laughs) but i can't because you always change it up (laughs) Exactly. I always keep them guessing. That's my goal. I was like, maybe, maybe today will be the day. Nah, it's not today. <laughs> Definitely not today. Woo. Okay. Anyway, let's get into this. Uh, what what goes next? Oh yeah. What did you find, Loring? <laughs> Everybody, I talked about it last week, and once again, I know two people in our entire audience care about sports, but. <laughs> The Las Vegas hockey team has won the Stanley Cup, and the city was losing their fucking minds, and it was so much fun. There was parades, there was parties, the whole city just, yeah, it, it was it was such a fun week. <laughs> Everything felt so alive. <laughs> there is a picture of you that I saw on social where you... It's like everyone's celebrating, and it's like you in the midst of the beautiful chaos. I've never seen you so happy in your life. Oh my god, I was cheesing all day. <laughs> you looked, it was the equivalent of like a boy from a dating app holding a fish the size of his head happiness. Like <laughs> the pure bliss. I was like, that's amazing. Was it the one I posted in the red jersey? Yeah, that was. Oh, yeah. Or sweater, yeah. I was like, yeah. I've never seen Ryan look so happy. That's amazing. That <laughs> yeah, was such a good time. There was, um, I obviously cannot afford to go inside the arena, um, right. because it was like ten thousand dollars to take it, but I was outside with all this, uh, unwashed masses, and there, there was. They said outside the arena, there was like 25,000 people, like it wow. was insane. Well, that's where you want to be then. You know, yeah. like, oh, it was so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> the outside people were partying while the inside people were like sipping tea. I don't know what rich people do at a hockey game. <laughs> Every rich person at a hockey game just sips tea. Yeah. That's exactly what happens. <laughs> mm, yes. very, very good shot. Very good. Mm, yes. Is that a puck? <laughs> mm. 
to believe that was a top hat trick. <laughs> I don't know enough about hockey to keep this up or I would. <laughs> well, I, I'm happy. I've never seen you look so happy. I was like, man, I have yeah. to bring that up. That's the funniest thing ever. Yeah, it's just, it's been such a fun week. Like, everybody around here is just so happy. Yeah, it's such a it's a weird it's a weird feeling. This is when you uh, ask for a raise, you know. Yeah, right. Hey, boss. You know those nights they won. So <laughs> you know who else is winning? Us it's and our me, team. Potentially, yeah. you, know, you pay me extra money. <laughs> um, but yeah, what did what did you find alluring this week? Man, um, I I was able to go roller skating, which was super fun. Nice. Um, I decided. Last year during quarantine, last year or the year before, th- that time period just all blends. Yeah, that was like so, two years ago, but I I feel you. Yeah, like some point towards the end of mass pandemic mode, um, I was like, ooh, I should get roller skates. And <laughs> I remember that. I remember it was like episode five or ten. You said I bought roller skates. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> Some people that are just binging right now are like, wow, she's, yeah. she's really committing to that. Oh, but yeah, um, <laughs> anyway, I've, I've been like, I'll like just practice in my hallway and like, I want to go roller skating, but I'm a very like, people will talk to me and I don't want to talk to them. I think I just look yeah. like a delightful time and I don't want to have conversations so I don't go to places by myself and everyone's like you should go do things by yourself and I'm like apparently like, no thank you people just want to talk to me Edgar's like seen it like I will be at a store with him and he'll be next to me and I'm like this is great no one's talking to me and it's like the second he leaves like everyone wants to have a conversation and I'm like I don't, <laughs> like it's like I'm not bullshitting this is just my life and I've just accepted it at this point That's and I funny. hate it so much he thinks it's funny he's like the amount of strangers that just tell you their life story and I'm like yeah narcissists love me because they can project I don't understand why it's just <laughs> my burden I guess anyway long tangent but I'm very happy because I have friends that roller skate now so they were like you want to go to a ring and i was like yes 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 yes." (laughs) i was so happy because i'm still learning so like i can like go around the ring and do fine but they're like they're fire sign speed demons so like (laughs) i had a great time because i would go around the ring kind of slow just enjoying it and then yeah. they would both grab me and like swing me around with them. And I was like, this is the funnest thing ever. And they, they like go and I'm like, okay, now I can like calm down and stuff. But I yeah. was like, this is great. And like, I told both of their boyfriends, I'm like, I've been swooping on your girls. So you guys better watch <laughs> it. I was like, I act all helpless when I roller skate, but man, it was really fun. And like, I can, I can kind of do tricks. Like I can go backwards <laughs> yeah and stuff i just can't go fast so i was like i'm super over the moon about that because roller skating so much fun it's just hard if you don't have a space or people and i found both this weekend so yeah i think the last time i went roller skating was when like the student government all went to that like (laughs) random one in the middle of nowhere utah for some reason were you you were there remember that winter storm yeah this was the same one yeah go go roller skating 
And then just some random kid showed up who was like a professional like rollerblader. He was like riding up the walls and like flipping and shit. And we're like, who is this? Like, he was like, well, who was it? We made like a name for him. Like, th- it was like their local cryptid, like the yeah. skater boy or something. Like, it was like so we, funny. it was closed. It was like nighttime, and the school had rented it out. And I guess this guy just saw it open and was like, yeah time to go skate <laughs> there's nothing else to do in that town so i care. literally middle of nowhere with a skate rink if you if you live in utah you, you know what we're talking about <laughs> then we drove uphill through a snowstorm where i Lift. thought i was going to die yeah i thought that was the end for sure i was gonna lose <laughs> half of our freaking student body well i was in one of the back cars and i remember uh our advisor he he got in the car to help guide the person driving yeah and, like two people are like we will not be in this car and i was like no. i will be in this car because i'm the only other calm person <laughs> that could emotionally handle being yeah. in the car. i drove because i was like i do not trust a single other person <laughs> to drive me right now <laughs> i, I was i showed up late that's why i didn't get a say yeah <laughs> Well, anyway, uh, that was a long tangent. You guys, we've known each other for a while, so sometimes... No, you know what else you don't get a say in? Oh, no, what? This this week's uh, cryptid. Let's uh, jump right into it. If I can... uh... Can Cue those campfire sounds? Yeah. Come on, Mothman. A shadow is an entity quite separate from you and me. By day it clings to your two feet, but nightly shadow people meet. Now a Sarah Daly. What are we talking about? Ooh. So <laughs> well before I wanna light my Lauren candle. Let's let's just get that going <laughs> right away. Ooh, that sounded nice. Yeah, yeah, that was crispy. Well Ooh, that's a sound effect we should add to the soundboard. <laughs> The crackling of fire? Oh, man. This podcast is going to be really good once we hit episode, like, 98, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, there is something truly unsettling about a spirit you can see anywhere. Whether you are in the comfort of your own home or have found yourself roaming an abandoned building late at night, this ominous entity can pop up just about anywhere. But the worst part? You'll feel a sense of dread overcome you before you even see it. And when you do catch a glimpse of it, it will only be out of the corner of your eye. And when you turn back to get a better look, it may have already disappeared. So this week, we are talking about shadow people. All of our lovely video listeners, here's the illustration. Is that pointing the right way? Um, I was a little spooked, so I try to make it spooky and not spooky. It's like a little bed with a moon in a jar and the shadow people creeping out. And there's like a hand like opening it, which is a little, little spooky. Um, For all our beautiful audio listeners, if you guys want to listen, you can listen. Not listen. Yeah, they're already listening. You're already here. Um, (laughs) Man, I'm a little scared for this episode, so I'm a little like all over the place. It'll be fine. All the ones you think are going to be scary end up us just making fun of them the entire time. So I got a good feeling about this one. That's fair. I feel like I just haven't cleaned my space in a while of energy. So that's why I'm like a little antsy. Yeah, I can um, probably use a vacuum too. (laughs) 
he just Ryan just Ghostbusters his space. <laughs> yes, yeah, some people sage. I just walk around with with a vacuum. He, he Luigi mansions it, you yeah. guys. Me and Dyson got this place on lock. No spirits guaranteed. <laughs> the next Dyson marketing campaign. <laughs> oh, okay, I feel better. We we just have to joke throughout the whole thing. Um, but yeah, anyway, audio listeners, if you want to see this illustration, you can go to our website, alori.com and check out our blog, or you can go to our Instagram or Facebook, pretty much anywhere we are on social and you can look at it there. All right. Oh, so light up your alluring candle campers and take a moment to cleanse your space. Cause this week we're going to be talking about an ominous spirit known as the shadow people shadow people have been part of many different legends and lore from around the world for centuries for the sake of time this episode we will be focusing specifically on the shadow people discussed today in modern american folklore Ooh, so shadow people have been a phenomenon for centuries but their specific origins are unknown and all seem to vary depending on the location it appears in different cultures all around the world, and over hundreds of people have drawn the same silhouette of the shadowy supernatural being since the dawn of man. Now, one of the earliest explanations I could find for shadow people takes place in the early 600 BC in ancient Egypt, which is the first time we've ever referred to Egypt on this show. So, Really? <laughs> yeah, so I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that actually checks out. Wow. We gotta do some Egyptian folklore because yeah. man, I love it so much. Um, so ancient Egyptians believed in the shadow figures and referred to them as the Kahibit. Kahibit. I didn't do a pronunciation guide, so I apologize. <laughs> I was way more confident when I first read it. So we're going to refer to them as. Kaibit. Just Kaibit. Just Kaibit? Okay. I was like, I feel like I'm just pronouncing letters I don't have to. You wanna you wanna read it again? Yeah. So ancient Egyptians believed in the shadowy figures and referred to them as Kaibit. They believed that their souls or their beings were made up of nine different parts. So eight immortal ones and one that was the human body. One of them is referred to as the Kaibit which was the shadow of a man. This part could take, could partake the funeral offerings and was able to detach itself from the body and travel at will, but it would always stay near the tomb. Uh, then the Romans and Greeks, they also believed that the shadow people were people who came up from the underworld and entered the human realm. So as time went on, Legends of these shadowy figures were told all around the world in legends and lores as ominous beings that were either good or evil. For the sake of time, since we're focusing specifically on the impact of shadow people in American folklore, we're going to fast forward to the early 2000s. So we went from the most likely origins all the way forward in time, okay? So a late night radio show called Coast to Coast AM increased the popularity of these mysterious shadow folks. On April 12th in 2001, when the host Art Bell interviewed a Native American elder, Thunderstrikes, 
aka Harley Swifter, he spoke of the shadow people legend he knew of, and they encouraged people listening to draw shadow people they have seen and submitted to the Coast to Coast radio show. This led to them getting a collection of drawings, written encounters, and having it become a popular reoccurring topic on the show. Many of these firsthand encounters set in focus on specific types of shadow people, some having specific features or abilities that make them stand out amongst others. And now there are tons of shadow people archetypes. So I've created a quick summary of a few of the more popular ones I've found. Ooh, sorry, this is like a lot of information dump, so I'm going to take a little sip of water <laughs> real quick. I'll start the list for you. So number one, we have the red-eye shadows, which is a negative energy shadow person that feeds on the fear of others. Mm-hmm. And then we have the white-eye shadows. So they're like the negative energy that is faster, extremely knowledgeable, and is much more still. So... The red eyes tend to hover a little. These don't move at all. This is just like kind of the energy. We have the noisy shadows, which these are hooded shadows that will make a buzzing or static noise that make others who hear it feel like they're being shocked. Noise ones are rare, but even say they sound like bees buzzing when they interact with other shadow people. <laughs> have Spooky. you? Um, I get a lot of b facts on my tiktok for some reason hmm. and i just learned bees dance to communicate so i kind oh, of know that <laughs> so i just imagine these shadow people dancing with each other yeah. to talk <laughs> and that make, like, it makes it a little less scary. <laughs> there's so I'll, I'll have to send them to you that's why i'm a little giggly over here um, the next is shadow cats. So there's a whole book written on them, and there's actually so much about them. So if you guys want to hear more about these, let us know, and maybe I'll post some stuff about it or a bonus episode. We'll see what happens. Just but specifically again, on the cats. Yeah, just on the cats. There was like a whole book about them, and I was like, excuse me? <laughs> I can only find a paragraph about white eye shadows. But there's a whole book on shadow cats, so. That was about right. Yeah, it checks out. <laughs> and, and then, then um, the most common, wait, did I do shadow cats? No, no. I just did it. <laughs> okay. And the most common shadow folklore will appear for only a moment, sticking to their path. They don't bring harm or dread, or bring dread with them. They just come and go as they please. So now there is one main archetype of a shadow person I want to discuss, and this is the most popular and commonly seen in first-hand encounters. This is the hat man. So, (laughs) oh, I hate this one. Um, This entity, this entity, (laughs) Jesus Christ, (laughs) sorry. I don't know what that voice was. This entity is seen sporting a gentleman's hat or cloak. He is known to have a wide brim hat or a fedora and sometimes an old time <laughs> business suit. And it's a dense, solid black mass, except for the lower half of his body, which has been described to look like he's floating or it's just like mist. Like Dracula in the old movies. Okay. 
So it said he wears the hat to help disguise himself and blend in. Now, why do you think he's trying to blend in? I don't know if you read ahead. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with he doesn't realize it's 2023 and nobody wears uh, hats and fedoras out normally. Um, so he's not blending in. He just thinks he is. <laughs> you know... You're on the right track with it, okay? Okay. So, the reason why is he may be an alien part of the gray oh. species. So, okay. when you think of alien, you think big eyes, big head, and gray skin, and this entity appears as a man that's always larger than the person looking at it. So, he's trying to hide the alien features and be in the shadows. So, it's oh. like the shadow man gray alien is kind okay. of... Kind of what people think sometimes. Um, but if you can't pick up any features from him, if you do, it's just sometimes glowing eyes. And that's that's really all you can get from him. Um, the hat man is most commonly found in basements, and he will manifest into situations of intense negativity or extremely dysfunctional families. Once a family member sees this entity, another family member is bound to see him as well. So this is only if they're all in the same house yeah. is what I want to emphasize with this. So, like, if I see one and, like, my cousin in Alaska sees one, we're fine. You know what I mean? It's just oh, the household sleep over. family. Right. So if you're wanting to gamble, then then go the for it. Like, yes, I don't got to travel tonight. <laughs> can't travel, Hatman. Yeah. <laughs> Hatman can't go out. <laughs> so, um... What is it? Once a family member sees the entity, another is bound to see him. Um, he brings a feeling of despair, and the hat man is associated with emotional distress. If one is being visited by him, it's crucial to take time to reevaluate the dynamics in one's home and how to mend what's been broken. Legend also says that it's an omen something tragic is going to happen to the individual that first saw it. So the difference between the hat man and other shadow people is that he's believed to have been present with an individual since childhood. Uh, where shadow people, they can appear whenever in someone's life. Okay. Um, and there are similarities. Think of it like shadow people is like the umbrella term and then hat man is like a specific to it. Yeah. So, which is kind of, like, I felt like I was getting confused in research because they sometimes use it interchangeably, but that's not the case. Um, so, with all these different variations of shadow people and encounters people have had for centuries, these dark figures aren't leaving anytime soon. To this day, they continue to make a spooky impression by being found in a multitude of paranormal encounters, movies, novels, artwork, and much, much more. Mm. So now we got this week. Wait, wait, wait. Man, sorry, Chris. Editing's going to be rough. I apologize. <laughs> so now the names we got this week all revolve around the idea that it's a shadowy figure. Um, we can popcorn it. I'll start. Uh, the first one is a shadow being. Shadow figure. Then shadow folk. Shadow man. <laughs> and black mass. Okay. So... Of course, shadow people is the most common one seen in written encounters and sightings to this day. 
And now that we got some of the spooky origins out of the way, I'm going to hand it over to Ryan to tell us a poem and some firsthand spooky encounters with this creature. And boy, do we got some. All right, I'm going to start out with the poem. This is from 1919, so it's actually a little, little old compared to some of the other stuff we're doing today. Uh, it's called The Shadow People. Old lame Bridget doesn't hear fairy music in the grass when the gloom, when the glooming on the mirror and the shadow people pass. Never hear their slow gray feet coming from the village street, just beyond the parson's wall where the clover globes are sweet. And the mushrooms prepare soul open in the moonlit rain. Every night I hear them call for their long and merry train. Old lame Bridget says to me, it's just your fancy child. She cannot believe I see laughing faces in the wild. Hands that twinkle in the sedge, bowing at the water's edge, where the finny, finny minnows quiver, shaping on the blue wave's ledge. Bubble foam to sail the river, and the sunny hands to me, beckon ever, beckon ever. Oh, I would be wild and free, and with the shadow people be. So this one makes them not sound quite so bad. They're just some free folk living in the woods yeah. but that will be changing <laughs> all right oh, i forgot to switch to my uh oh, oh no no that's right i didn't oh, have an image yeah, for yeah, the yeah. poem all right um so this one is a sighting of our dear old hat man from 1949 all right at age 13, Charles lived with mother, brother, and grandmother in St. Jose, California. Is it San Jose? San Jose, California. I this thought it was is... say, I, It's funny because I was like, Joseph? California. Yeah, so <laughs> you're okay. reading it better. How, how interesting. <laughs> uh, at, the age, at age 13, Charles lived with his mother, brother, and grandmother in San Jose, California. This is when the shadow man first began terrorizing them. One night, when everyone went to bed, he had experienced something he would never forget. In the blink of an eye, a dark shadow figure dressed in a black cloak and a wide brim hat appeared in his window. The figure then sat at the window and slowly raised the bottom of the sash of the curtain. Letting out a cry for his mother, she rushed to his room. He explained to her that he what he witnessed but she dismissed it and said, go back to bed. The next morning, with his mind still buzzing from what he witnessed during the night, he went to the window, noticing it was locked from the inside <laughs> and that there was no footprints outside. He knew no one could have crawled in through the window. Then, when he went to open the window, a loud squeaky noise filled the room. A sound didn't appear from the night before, confirming that whatever was in the room wasn't human. So it got in his room somehow. Gross. Gross. I like um, part of this is from notes before Ryan. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I didn't have the heart to read it again. And I forgot how much I hate that story. Yeah. Gross. And um when we get to modern takes, I'm gonna talk a little more about uh about the hat man. And also I purposely put this picture as nothing to do with the next story. But I love when they circle the things in red. Yeah. So you can see. <laughs> yeah, it's like just in case you miss the giant shadowy figure in the middle of the photo, let's. Here's an oval. I like wished I could find one where it was that and then the zoom in. 
That's extra pixelated, you know? Enhance. Terribly <laughs> <laughs> enhance. No. You gotta do it in the, what is it, Kylo Ren voice? Instead of saying more, you go, enhance! <laughs> enhance! Enhance! <laughs> All right, so this next story, we're fast-forwarding about 30 years to 1977. So, um, it was 1997, I think. My dad had just remarried, and now suddenly had a big brother and little sister. We moved to their house, and it was rough getting used to it for me. I made up a lot of stuff to cause trouble in the house, so I wasn't taken seriously very often. One night, my cousin... My cousins were staying the night with my little sister and myself. Brian, my male cousin, and I were sleeping in one room, and the girls stayed in the other. It was late one night, and we decided to go get a snack. A sunken living room separated us from the kitchen. We walked across the living room towards the kitchen and stopped in fear as we noticed there was a dark shape standing in the entrance to the kitchen. It appeared to be hooded, or else it had a pointed head. There were two red dots where the eyes should have been. We didn't turn on the lights in the living room, so we were in total darkness. The shadow people appeared to be even darker than the shadow. Terrified, we ran back to the bedroom and into my sister's room. She and my cousin were still awake. We asked if they wanted to see something really scary. They gave mixed <laughs> answers, but were still willing to come and see what we were talking about. We went back into the living room, and sure enough, the dark shapes was still there waiting for us. Stop it. <laughs> my sister began to cry, and my little cousin had just held her hand to her mouth. It was obvious they had both saw the shadow pe person, but were too frightened to talk. We took off running back down the bedroom, crying and screaming. My parents woke up and asked what was going on. My sister and little cousin wouldn't talk about it, but I told them there was something standing in the kitchen. <laughs> my dad went to... That's such a cousin move to be like, oh, that's scary. Let's go yeah. get the other ones. <laughs> yeah. You guys want to see a body? <laughs> Man. Uh, my dad went to check for signs of someone breaking in, but all the doors were still locked. Front door had locked bolt, and so did the backsliding door. The only other door was from the kitchen into the garage, and there was no sign that someone had opened the garage door. All the windows were closed and locked as well. Mm -hmm. My parents said they didn't believe we had seen ghosts, but we moved from that house shortly after this incident. To this day, <laughs> when I asked my sister if she remembers anything, she said, oh, remember seeing the man with red eyes? She puts her hands up and walks away. I don't want to talk about it, she says. Smart kid. <laughs> Smart family. Smart move on the parents to be like, no, there's no way there's ghosts in the house. And then being like, put it for sale. <laughs> Yeah. Put the house listing up right now. Because, <laughs> like, that's because if you tell the kids there's ghosts, it's going to make it worse. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It was be like, we're going to just head out. Like, I respect that. They could have done they could have done that in 1977. In this economy, no, you got to sage it. You got to yeah. hold out. Or vacuum. Or vacuum. Or <laughs> Luigi style vacuum your house. Mm -hmm. <laughs> It's just as effective as all I'm saying. Um, but yeah, those are my uh, those are my stories this week. Um, they were a little short, but I got a pretty beefy modern take section later. So yeah, I just didn't want to get too scary with this. Is really what it was mm -hmm. like. We're not 
paranormal. I really have to emphasize, we are not a paranormal podcast. We are here for attractive, dangerous situations and <laughs> folklore and blurry cryptid pictures. Like that's. Yeah. <laughs> I will for. add to this. I, I could probably go in modern takes, but I didn't really write about it. But as I was reading that, the new movie Boogeyman that just came out like a few weeks ago. Very similar vibes to a shadow person. Really? Because the whole thing is like you can only see it like in the shadows and like it like hunts people through shadows basically. It's not exactly like a one to one comparison, but reading about the uh the red eyed ones, it's very uh very similar. Well, like I, I have two two things real quick. The first is I have Boogeyman as a Patreon option for next month. <laughs> oh, yeah? Because nice. there's a lot of really fascinating lore of the Boogeyman. Oh, yeah. And the Boogeyman the Candyman, those are two I really want to do. Because, like... We could probably combine those. Yeah, I'll have to see. Because sometimes I can. Like, if, if I research one and it's kind of short, but the other's also short, I'll, like, put them together, you know? Yeah. So... Do like a cha- haunted childhood episode of just like all like the childhood monsters. Oh yeah, there's just some that have like so much lore to them. Oh yeah, so I, I have to. That's the thing is I try to pick topics that it's either I can put two together or like they mm-hmm. can be separate. But um, I do have a story about the Hat Man from my mom's personal experience with it. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, that's crazy. Um. I realize in my life I've had a lot more paranormal experiences, and like my family has too. Like um, now that I'm learning about it, out of the vacuum. Yeah. So we we Dyson, if you're looking for a sponsor, hear us out. <laughs> Kimmy needs help because AJ ain't cutting it anymore. Anyway. No, no we gotta upgrade. Um. Anyway, my mom. So my mom doesn't know a lot about this stuff either. She only knows like what I tell her. And she went, her and my dad did like their anniversary in Italy. And I keep telling her to get me the name of the place because she can't find the name. But she showed me a picture of what it looks like. So if I can get that picture, I'll post it in our Discord. But they were staying at this place that like overlooked the river. And she's like, I have like a weird feeling there. She's like, but I just was like, whatever. Maybe I just don't feel good because I've been traveling all day. And she said that night when her and my dad were sleeping in bed, she woke up because she felt like someone was watching her. And she looked over by like the window and there was a tall, dark figure with like a black hat and red eyes. And she was like, I felt like so uncomfortable. She's like, I tried to like wake up your dad and your dad wouldn't wake up. And she's like, and I was like freaking out. And she's like, I couldn't like move or do anything. And I was like, Lane, you need to get up. And he like wasn't waking up. And she's like, and I just like closed my eyes and like, I prayed. She's like, I went, Lord, like keep me safe. And she's like, and then it like the room felt lighter and got warmer. And it was gone. And she was like, I have no idea what happened and i was like oh you saw the hat man and she's like kimberly (laughs) it sure sounds like it yeah so like and i was like oh that makes sense because you're going through like a lot with religion at that point you know yeah so like because the hat man's very like you're going through something emotionally that's really heavy is that what i feel when he kind of shows up that's why people see him a lot 
Yeah. So, like, I was like, well, that's exactly what you saw. She's like, your dad didn't believe me. I told him exactly what happened. He's like, no way. Well, later, I'll, we're going to go over if well, your dad wants to see the hat man. If, if, he, if he doesn't believe in it, we can we can get that going. Yeah, I can, I can help him out uh, in modern takes. Anyway, that's, like, kind of my own spooky oh, my mother's crazy. spooky you gotta watch out then yeah well I've, i don't away. i had a i had like a sleep paralysis demon because i was with oh, someone yeah. for like eight years and i just thought that was normal <laughs> so yeah i i experienced oh, more spooky there's things. jeff <laughs> there's jeff oh good old jeff just stopping by to stare at me while i sleep just All creak, right. creaks open yeah. the door and makes his way closer each time it's great. You for a little bit, all right. Don't worry too much. You know, giving him that voice makes him less scary, and I think that's why I talk about it because I I'm love him having the old. <laughs> He's like, I'm just gonna shut your eyes real quick. Yeah, all right. Good night. <laughs> I left some water on your nightstand when you wake up. It's okay. I'm just. I'm gonna lay right here. I can bring you some comfort. Just. <laughs> okay anyway uh we're gonna go 99 with jeff real quick and we'll we'll hit our commercial break <laughs> when exploring the forest and foraging for mushrooms it can be extremely difficult to tell whether a mushroom is poisonous safe to consume or part of a fairy ring that will end up trapping you in the fey realm forever. So before you go harvesting these adorable little fun guy and you know possibly becoming a fey servant for the rest of your life you should head over to Skillshare. Skillshare has thousands of hands-on creative classes you can explore for pretty much anything from mushroom hunting to making a hearty forged forest stew or even painting an adorable mushroom Skillshare has it all. They also have a collection of teachers who are experts, pros, and industry icons, and they are all excited to share their wisdom, experience, and trusted techniques with you. So you can learn from creators all around the world right in the comfort of your own home. And whether you're a beginner or pro, looking for a new hobby, or wanting to take your creative career to the next level, Skillshare has the inspiration and classes to help you accomplish your goals. Plus, our listeners who sign up get a free one-month trial of Skillshare. So what are you waiting for? Join Skillshare today by going to skillshare.eqcm.net slash alluring or go to our website alluring.com slash sponsors and click on the Skillshare banner. Again, that's skillshare.eqcm.net slash alluring or go to our website, alluring.com slash sponsors and click on our Skillshare banner to get that one month free trial of Skillshare today. Hey guys, I'm Ashers. And I'm Pat O. And every Wednesday we talk weird. It's a weekly podcast bringing you the latest in cryptozoology, ufology, conspiracies, the occult, and all the latest in Fortean news. Everything from the ooky to the spooky. It's like Coast to Coast AM for people who fuck. Search for On Wednesdays We Talk Weird anywhere you get podcasts. See you guys next Wednesday.
and and Jeff was a very lovely cuddle yeah. buddy. He's uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Unselfish lover. <laughs> very giving. He's a very giving yeah. lover. Um, so welcome back, campers. We hope you enjoyed that little break. You got some of Jeff's sweet old love. And now we're going to talk about the appearance and history of the shadow people. So holding true to their name, they represent a shadowy figure or more commonly described as a black mass in the shape of a humanoid figure. Um, It can range from the size of an adult to a child. They typically are larger than the person observing them. And since they are blacker than the night, they are nothing more than a shadow. You can't make out any details of what they look like. You can't see any human features. It's just a silhouette. And there is the off chance you can see two glowing things that are assumed to be its eyes. These glowing things can be a bright red, yellow, or a white color. But And we just assume it's its eyes. We don't know. You know, it could yeah. be its ears. It could be its nostrils. It could be anything up there, folks. Um, and when it comes to clothes, if you can make out any type of clothes, they tend to be dressed in more period or modern clothes. Common looks for these figures seem to be like a medieval monk that are bald. So think of the old Catholic Renaissance art paintings with the bald monk. Yeah. And I don't know why they shaved. Was that so they could just be like closer to God or something? I, I'm, I have no idea. Man, I feel like that's it. Like, that's why they did the hair around the ears, you know? But anyway, someone knows. Um, It's even hard to depict the gender of these creatures, but they have typically been described to be a man figure, and people either see a full body or just the waist up, and then the bottom half is all wispy. Their figures have also been described as thin, since they are shadows, they can deteriorate quickly and can shapeshift into a cat, dog, a distorted spider, or a rat. And I hate the spider one the most, so <laughs> gross. Um, and since they are just a shadow, there is no mass to this entity, and they have quick, disjointed movements. They will start moving slowly, as if they're moving through something humans can't see, and then move very quickly as if hopping from one spot to another. So, like, there's lag in the game, and then they jump. Oh, yikes. That's which, terrifying. Yeah, which is absolutely disgusting. It's, like, right next to the spider form. Like, I don't like it. <laughs> the spider's also doing that. Mm, no, I'm sorry. I hate everything about that so much. <laughs> oh, there's Jeff. Mm, there's Jeff. There's good old Jeff. <laughs> Jeff the shadow person. <laughs> I'm just going to tuck you in real quick. Yeah, I think you're right. Whenever we have a scary episode, we just make <laughs> it not scary. <laughs> so, um, when it comes to whether these entities are good or bad, it seems they have mixed reviews. A majority of the supernatural topics describe them as evil. They are reported to bring a foreboding feeling of dread with them wherever they go. Many times these entities can be spotted in hospitals or locations where someone is about to die. Um, I've had many nurse friends tell me about shadow people experiences in the last year. (laughs) Oh, wow. That makes sense. 
Yeah, it was all my friends that did night shifts, mm. actually. And there, I knew this one girl, she did a night shift in the... It's not the psychiatric ward. It's like the recovering from it where you're about to be like let out. But she like would see crazy stuff and she was into crystals. So she would like take crystals and sometimes they would break on her shift. You need a new job. Yeah. I was like, you need a new job. Yeah. (laughs) Not worth it. So anyway, at the same time, other paranormal investigators believe them to not be helpful, evil, or even neutral. Some even say they consider them to be guardian angels that make it so you are immobile to help protect you from something more dangerous. And I hate that. So they come down like, I'm your guardian angel. You can't move now because if you move, something awful will happen. And that is dis- that's disgusting to me. That's scary. I don't like that <laughs> at all. <laughs> and it, ooh, la, 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 la. I just hate it so much. Um, it's also said these creatures are consi- are conscious and intelligent. And because of this, if they want to be seen, they will be. So over time, they have moved from just being in a person's peripheral to now facing in front of the person. So, looking directly into a shadow person's eyes or chest, they will admit a loud screech that sounds like static, loud wind, or a creaking wood. Um, There are reports that of them even jumping onto a person and choking them out. And I'm not here to kink shame, but that is awful. (laughs) (laughs) Like... I'm all about that, but if the thing coming to do it can't verbally consent with me prior, like, I don't want that at all. Um, oh, I just hate everything happening. I'm trying to make a joke because I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> In the end, there are so many different types of shadow people, so it's hard to tell what their true intentions is and whether they bring positive or negative energy with them. Oh, okay, I need a drink. <laughs> okay, so now onto some some facts, some facts surrounding it. So whether they are choosing to wander into a person's life for just a moment or choosing to stay for years, these entities make one hell of an impression. There have been over hundreds of sightings and reports of people who have experienced them firsthand and how the spirits have even tried to communicate with them. It's said that these entities don't feel humans and have a menacing aura to them. So it's just like everything awful with these. Um, These shadow people appear in front of a witness for a few seconds and then disappear, leaving a sense of dread or having their victim fall ill. So I don't know... If you've had a lot of paranormal experiences, I've only had one where I felt sick after. And it's mm. the worst feeling. It's like the, you know, the sick when you have milk that's just a little too old. Yeah. That's like what it feels like. Like you get like. I've, I've only ever had my uh, Bloody Mary earthquake. That was it. <laughs> I. 
here's like a a side question because I can't remember. Are you a big believer of the paranormal? Or are you like a I'll believe it when I see a person? No, I I believe like in not so much like physical manifestations of ghosts and stuff, but I think there's a possibility that things can like manipulate stuff around us. Okay. And and that's fair. I was just asking because like, I I feel the people I know that don't really believe in it Mm -hmm. and they're, but they want to see it. Don't ever get experiences with it. If that makes sense. Yeah, And the people I know that are like, I don't want to deal with it at all, are the ones that end up encountering it. Yeah. So it's like, people that really want to experience this, like, I feel they don't get it as much as the people that are like, I don't want to deal with this. And the spirits yeah, are like, I, I don't oh. want to. So I'm just going to keep on uh, <laughs> moving along and hope okay. that nothing happens at this point. All the ghosts in your area are like, hmm. Yeah. I'm listening very carefully but to this see, conversation. They, they know I keep it strapped, so <laughs> you just pull out the dice. Right up. <laughs> uh, so but, I keep people keep a gun by in their nightstand. I keep a little Hoover. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just pitch black, and you see the little lights, and all of a sudden you hear in the house. <laughs> <laughs> My uh. I have a little air purifier right here. That's what's really that's what's really keeping everything chill. I love that. You put like you draw sigils on it. Yeah. <laughs> You're like drops I'll them all the time. Once in a while, yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of protection, um oh. if you are spooked, don't fret. Because here at Alluring, we are not fans of the ghostly ghouls in our lives, so we have cultivated a handy-dandy list of some ways to keep those pesky shadow people at bay. Now, I have a picture of four items here, and I want you to tell me what you think the bear is for. (laughs) I mean, like, when I was a little kid, I had, like, a little... Pet, like not like stuffed monkey that I like thought kept me safe because it was an inanimate. Like. <laughs> so I love that because that's very sweet. But the bear is a way you can talk with them. Hell no! Don't do that. <laughs> so, this is actually a really common thing you'll get with ghost hunting equipment. It's a great way for them to. Is it one of those ones with, with like a recording thing in there? Mm-hmm. Don't don't. Don't do that. That's stupid. Don't do that. <laughs> so you may have to. So we'll get to that. But um, here are ways to keep them at bay. So we start preventative first, okay? So the first is raise your vibrations. Am I right, ladies? <laughs> Pull out those rabbits. No, uh, take your time. <laughs> Take your time to focus on the good things in life. Yep. What makes you happy and what you can control instead of focusing on the negative. Uh, this is much easier said than done, but it's important because these spirits only appear when negative energy is thriving. Uh, did you want to mm. popcorn this? Sure. Uh, cleanse your space, or as Kimmy likes to say, when in doubt, sage it out. Or... Uh. Uh, 
Oh my god, I, uh... Dyson air purifier, vacuum cleaner will do it. Uh, just keep yeah. Dolly in your room. You don't even gotta light it. She's a pretty cleansing presence. Dolly and Mary will keep you safe. Yeah, oh yeah. They will make the ghosts leave in quite a haste. There you go. Um, the next is holy water. May I suggest putting it in a spray bottle so you Ooh. can treat the spirits like bad dogs and go. Or hear me out, super spoker. Or a super spokes there. Big old one. Perfect. Like one of the like triple nozzle like spinning ones. <laughs> if you can get a revolver super soaker, <laughs> that would be the most amazing power move on mm-hmm. the spirit. Blessed, blessed weekly by a priest. <laughs> you just going into like I'm t- it's time to bless the re- revolver again. <laughs> or get crafty, stitch symbols into your favorite jacket, blanket, or bag are a great way to keep yourself safe. What does that mean by uh, symbols? So, um, like a cross or it like... could, yeah, it can be symbols from whatever your belief is. Um, I know, like. For, like, me doing Catholicism witchcraft, I would do, like, a cross is a good example. Or um, I know, what's it called? Like, rune stones. They have, like, different, like, protections symbols. Like, there's one you do where it's a straight line and it's, like, two Vs intersecting. And that's, like, a good protection one. So it's one of those things you can get really into the spiritual realm of whatever your belief system is. Yeah. Just put that protection on you is like a good safety net for it. And then you can make it look cool with your clothes. So I don't know too much about runes, so I didn't get really into it. But I just know like surface stuff because of a friend. So, okay. Um, Now, (laughs) hypothetically, let's say it's too late to take preventative measures. Well, unlike most estates in the U.S., we believe in choice and we got plan B. Um, so here is a handy dandy list of how to get rid of all of these ominous entities. I'll start. We, we can, uh, you can just ignore them. <laughs> um, majority of the time, simply ignoring them causes the spirit to get bored and leave. However, there's a small chance that the spirit could have been a Gemini or Libra in the past life. So ignoring them will eventually increase their activity and make them want more attention. Tub solves. I'd say 98% of the problems in my life. <laughs> I've just ignored them until they went away, and I feel like I'm doing pretty all right. Yeah, air, air signs like the little bit of fight, though, so you gotta... Yeah. Well, that's what you gotta watch out for. Well, that's when you whip out the vacuum. <laughs> Suck the air right out of them. Um, <laughs> so the next one is joke around. There's like a 50% chance this will work. They're going to love it or they're going to get pissed. So, (laughs) gamble Um, if you will. Simply hope that this ghost has some Catholic guilt and invoke the (laughs) Lord's name. (laughs) That generational trauma really hits home sometimes, folks. Um, You find out he's a Protestant demon and you're just like, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) What do you do at that point? Is the real question. Oh, I've already said it about 30 times this episode. Yeah. <laughs> you, you suck them. You just suck uh, See, this is where you I suck feel like. more, you suck them, you know? The like, holy. <laughs> as Ryan says, you suck them. 
<laughs> you suck them. <laughs> That's up to you. However you, whatever you think's best. Ryan's words of advice is to mm-hmm. suck them. Um, you heard it here, folks. <laughs> I don't mind I'm just doing in. that as a clip for TikTok. The <laughs> <laughs> context. Uh, so the next is to tell them to leave. Sometimes it's simply, bro, what the fuck? Get out of here is all it takes. And they'll be like, ah, man, I'm sorry. And they'll head out. Yep. Or call 1-555-Alluring and get a professional. Because if nothing above is working, you're going to want a professional, like a religious leader or a paranormal investigator or a podcast host who has nothing what he's talking about in your area. You know, it's a good place to start. (laughs) That's how we actually fund our show. So do reach Mm -hmm. out to Ryan. Uh, We really need the funding, but (laughs) we could sacrifice a few hosts if that's what it takes. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, one, what was it? One, five, five, alluring again. One, five, 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 alluring. And I will show up at your house and suck every ghost around. tagline going on the shirt <laughs> suck, <up>. suck the ghost <laughs> oh, oh so there are tons of ways to deal with these spirits as we have learned um these are just some that i know work from my personal experience and i also saw them a lot online but there's like so many ways to deal with ghosts it's like dealing with ants in your house you know like oh. Maybe the smell of citrus works for you, but maybe the smell of vinegar works for your neighbors. Maybe, like, burning them works for the other person. You never Sometimes know. Sometimes you just gotta burn the whole house down. Sometimes you just gotta burn. Get that insurance money, folks. That's all I can say. Um, <laughs> uh, for legal reasons, that is a joke. Um, <laughs> don't do that. I'm just a little bitter. Geico raised my rates up $50 (laughs) for no reason because I've been a good driver for six years and I've had no accidents. It's fine. I'm not bitter. (sighs) That Geico better watch his ass. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He's had it too good for too long. (laughs) He's had it too good for too long. Anyway. Coming for you, Geico. So up to now. This episode has focused heavily on the idea that shadow people are spirits, but there is some talk that they might not be ghostly entities. One of the more popular theories is that they are actually interdimensional beings or a type of alien whose dimension of origin overlaps with ours from time to time or that they are time travelers. Mm. So both of these theories would explain how they're able to shapeshift and move between our dimension so quickly and with ease. There's actually, um, here in Vegas, like, a month, no, a, few, a couple weeks ago, someone, like, called the cops because they said there was an alien in their backyard. And they, like, described it much like a shadow person. They're like, it was this very tall black shadow with like glowing eyes so oh, it's kind of yeah. crazy i didn't even really think about that my mom my mom was telling me about that one because i have gotten my parents into ufo folklore oh, oh boy. <laughs> and i am quite proud of that <laughs> but um yeah it's there's a very thin line between what's paranormal and what's extraterrestrial yeah. 
And I 100% believe that's just because we don't have enough knowledge in either of those categories. Yeah, we're confusing, like, specters with with uh, aliens because we don't know how to describe them. Right. Yeah, we're just, we just don't understand. So I feel sometimes those lines get really blurred. Yeah. I feel like the biggest difference is, like, spirit stuff, it's more like an energy thing and alien stuff is more of a gut instinct. Yeah. But I don't know. Like I'm just, <laughs> I have a folklore podcast. What do I know? Right. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so now this would explain some aspects of shadow people, but it doesn't dismiss the spirit like aspect of how these creatures can easily attach to people and bring with them a sense of dread. So many researchers believe that they are manifestations of ghosts or hauntings and saying they're a type of alien or time traveler results in way more questions than answers. So I think the time traveler theory is very interesting. I just am more on the spirit realm and that could be just because I'm more of like a religious person. Yeah. But like there are theories if we will probably talk about a connection to some folklore sometime in the future, but there's a theory that um, a lot of the ghosts we see are just like tears of fabric in time. So like, Mm. that's why we're seeing like a little kid ghost in like old time clothes running around. Oh, cause like the kids actually there like 200 years ago. But if it's the other way around, if like, the hat man's from the future. Why is he just hanging out in people's rooms watching them sleep? Right. Well, like it, the, that theory is like you're in the space, the same. So they're in the same space as you, just like years behind or years forward. So maybe they're living in that house and they're, and like they're just watching their there. kid go to bed or something. Right. So hmm. that's, that's like that's, that's a that's, fun, fun little thought. Yeah. So. It's hard because I don't want to get too into it, but, like, I want to tell you so you kind of know a little moving forward. It's just this idea that there's, like, tears in our timelines, so that's when we see ghosts. So that's a common explanation Hmm. for ghosts. Like, when people don't feel, like, the ominous energy and they just see glimpse of stuff and nothing attaches to them, they're just seeing tears in time, which I think is a really cool theory. So. That's why I don't believe in it so much for this, though, because I feel they're leaving such an impression on the yeah, people. Yeah, but that is an interesting just concept for just, like, ghosts in general. Mm-hmm. Huh. So, anyway, there's there's the fun, fun yeah. uh, midnight scroll information for you later today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, anyway, um, now, well, let's, let's pull it back to this topic. Ryan, it is time for your favorite segment. <laughs> everyone, everyone get ready. This Cast one, your votes this right one's now. hard because, like, at first I was leaning church because we were talking about, like, invoke the Lord's name or whatever mm-hmm. like that. But then you got me thinking about time travelers and aliens now. <laughs> so I am going to go with my second thought, and I'm going to go with science. Oh, okay. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. See, I can't psych you out. <laughs> Was that right? Yeah, you're right. Hell yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
It's not what you think. Now I can un. No, you know you can see the secrets. <laughs> I blacked it out for Ryan. <laughs> She's making sure I wasn't cheating. Yeah, because you know I don't think you would cheat, but if I was in your situation, I would a thousand percent cheat each time. <laughs> I've, I, I've gone in and blacked it out myself before because I'm like, <laughs> no, I can't. Too much power. Yeah. Too much. Yeah, it's, I would cheat, so that's why <laughs> I do it. And it's not a you thing, it's a me thing. That's so, why I don't write my notes. So when I have a question for you, like, it's completely wild. <laughs> that's why. Throws me through the loop. Mm-hmm. All right, so shadow people can be dismissed as nothing more than one experiencing some good old sleep paralysis. These encounters. Oh. So, yeah, so this is where <laughs> this, all the dots are connecting. Everything is coming together. So, these encounters commonly occur right as someone is about to fall asleep or just about to wake up from when mm-hmm. they are in REM sleep. So, sleep paralysis is a state in which one is still dreaming or sleeping, but their eyes are open. Uh, Their whole body feels paralyzed because it hasn't woken up along with their mind, which is honestly the trippiest experience ever. So while this is happening, people experience hallucinations, will experience hallucinations or dreams with their eyes wide open. So um, I don't know. Have you ever had sleep paralysis? No. Okay. It's the worst thing ever. Um, I imagine. Because my experience with sleep paralysis is I would lay in bed and I would, all I'd ever be able to do is turn my head. And mm. I would just turn my head and I would see a figure like move its hand inside the door and like open my bedroom door. And this is why I always close all my doors because like I'm really scared of it now. Like, even my closet door, I can't have it open at all. Mm -hmm. But, like, it would move its hands and it would, like, slide into the room. And what you do is you're like, oh, it's just a dream. So you close your eyes to be like, I want to go back to sleep. And then you open your eyes and it will, like, start again. But it's, like, a little closer this time. And you close your eyes and then you open it and it's closer. And you're trying to move and you can't. And it will, like, come over to you and it will lay on you. And it will, like my experience it would like it would jeff me i guess where it would put its hands on my face and make sure you fall asleep now (laughs) and it would like close my eyes for me and i just couldn't breathe like Mm. i would just like i wouldn't be able to breathe and then like i've had to wake myself up which is the trippiest thing because your body just feels like it can't move like you can't do anything it's like when you have the dreams where you're running and mm-hmm. you just can't, you just feel like you're not going anywhere. That's exactly what it feels like. But I like talk, I used Weird. to have it so often. I taught myself, I was like, my mom's like, if you pinch yourself, you'll wake up. So I taught myself to like move my arm across my body and pinch myself. Oh. <laughs> and I don't think Edgar's seen it, but back in the day, one of the people I was seeing, she saw it like happen. <laughs> she oh. like, freaked out she's like are you okay i was like i was like yeah yeah like sleeping me just moving one arm to pinch myself because that's how i'd wake up and i was like yeah i was like yeah i just do that when you have bad dreams doesn't everyone she's like no 
No. <laughs> but anyway, really, we do a be- pretty deep dive on sleep paralysis in our night or our mare episode. Yes. Right. So if you want to learn more about sleep paralysis, I don't remember what number that was, but the episode was called like Nighty Nightmare or something yeah. like that. So it, go check it out. It's a minute back, but it's like sleep paralysis is just really trippy because you have all like you're aware of everything happening, but you just physically can't do anything. Yeah. So like it makes sense. Like (laughs) it just all makes sense. And I'm trying not to get too spooky with it, you guys. That's why we keep making the Jeff joke with it. But like I want to just point out like why this makes sense to me, you know. Um, so there is a theory that shadow people are nothing more than people experiencing sleep deprivation, 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 deprivation. There we go. That Jeff got me for a second. So, um, (laughs) (laughs) so this can lead to hallucinations of shadow like figures in doorways or them walking behind you or hovering. So, Overall, this makes sense. Like, I feel like what my mom described with her Hatman experience was kind of like a sleep was a sleep paralysis thing too. Yeah, which makes sense. And she, I know she didn't have it the next night because she made my dad go get them another hotel. <laughs> it's just like we're not staying here. Yeah, <laughs> he's like we're fine. She's like no, we're not staying here. <laughs> so um, now the problem with these theories is it doesn't explain how people can see them during the day. Or the lingering effects when one encounters them. So some have described they'll experience a heavy feeling around them, like someone is entering their personal space, and it will be followed with heavy breathing from the entity. They will then begin whispering ominous things in what can be perceived as a demonic voice, saying things like, don't move. Oh, no. This isn't. This is a nightmare. It's the last one, right? <laughs> Oh, right, <laughs> Disappearing in a puff of smoke. I love Jeff the shadow person <laughs> so much. This makes me feel like so less anxious about Gentle it. Gentle soul. <laughs> just trying to help. He's letting you know it's a nightmare. He's like, I, just... I'm a little scary looking, but don't worry about that. I'm just here to help you out. Just close your eyes. <laughs> draw Jeff the shadow person so (laughs) man this is why I like doing the show we can make scary things not scary (laughs) Um, there has even been reports that um, smells will linger after they encounter this so it kind of verifies that it isn't in the person's imagination Um, I feel like Jeff the shadow person would smell a lot like Kappa Cabbage you know, I don't hmm. know why he, he just like feels like he'd have like a cabbagey scent. Yeah. To him, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, I mean when he was cooking like eight thousand pounds of cabbage <laughs> stew for all the orphans he take care of <laughs> after a long day of work. This this picture right here is what Jeff. Yeah, that's Jeff. He's just With, a little guy. This little, just a little. You put a little smiley face in the middle there. That'd be adorable. <laughs> Just the little tiny one. Just tiny. <laughs> anyway, woo. Well, I'm glad we didn't make that as spooky. I really appreciate that. So now it's your mm-hmm. turn. 
If you're going All to right. change it up, you got to do we it We actually got something this week Woo! with Modern Takes with Ryan. Boop, 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 boop. Oh, that's not my photo. There's my photo. Um, Oh, it got cut off. So the hat man is absolutely popping on TikTok. I don't know if you were aware of this. No. Um, but they, I got voted so much. <laughs> maybe. Um, so where was that? Okay. So if you look up Hatman on TikTok, there's literally like hundreds of pages of people talking about the Hatman. Like 99% of them are like joking that the Hatman, that they owe the Hatman money. So they're trying to avoid him. But, um, <laughs> But it is wild how many there are. Um, and the common theme you see all across the board is basically it's when people take the drug Benadryl, like the allergy drug, and maybe take a little bit too much of it. Um, that would make sense because I had to take a lot of Benadryl. Uh-huh. And I'm not, I've never taken Benadryl, but I do take melatonin, like, pretty much every night. Um, And the, like, vivid dreams your body has when you're, like, sleeping from, like, a chemical substance is pretty crazy. So I imagine something a lot stronger, like Benadryl, is going to make you see stuff. Like, and apparently it does. Um, there's even a famous NFL quarterback named Aaron Rodgers, if anyone is familiar, um, who claims to be being followed by the hat man after a bad ayahuasca trip. Um, <laughs> so there seems to be a pretty big overlap of taking psychoactive drugs or like sleeping medicine um, <laughs> that's creating the hat man. And I couldn't find any like... Like, all of the TikToks were just, like, none of them, like, explained why Benadryl would, like, cause um, of course that. But if you're seeing the hat man a lot and you also are an allergy person, maybe uh, stop taking Benadryl for a few nights and maybe you won't be seeing the hat man. Or, and if you owe him money, definitely don't take Benadryl. Don't borrow money from the hat man, I guess. <laughs> the best piece of advice the first one i saw was this girl and she like popped on the screen she's like my allergies are so bad but i can't take benadryl i owe the hat man money (laughs) (laughs) man that's fantastic you know that makes sense too Mm because like when, when i take benadryl I have to, like, cut those pills in half because, like, I sleep so easy with medication mm-hmm. and I hate it. So, like, Dream Kimmy, I'm actually, a, I think it's called a lucid dreamer. I had, like, someone yeah. dissect my dreams because they were getting really trippy for a minute. And, um, anyway, lucid dreamer because, like, I can feel and smell and, like, touch things in my dream. Yeah. And... I whenever I take like a Benadryl or a Tylenol, that's just a weird night. It's like mm-hmm. I hate it so much. I'm like I don't want to go to bed. <laughs> and one of the um like side effects of like ODing on Benadryl like is like hallucinations. <gasps> Gross. Um, 
I'm so offended right now. I mean, I'm not saying you were ODing on it, but I'm saying if o- no. if ODing on it can cause hallucinations, like taking the right amount, like it it could also, you know? Well, well like my brain is thinking if if this was the case, right? If that is like what I saw sometimes was a result of doing the low dosage on Benadryl, yeah. I can't even imagine how tripped out it would be to overdo yeah. that. You know what but, I mean? So, but it also doesn't explain how different people from all around the world saw the same guy. That's my problem with it. It's like, yeah. if it was like, the same concept of a figure but everyone said yeah, something different yeah. yeah if someone's like i saw like the silhouette of miguel from spider-man i'd be like first of all that's not a bad dream and yeah, second of all <laughs> right but it's it's the consistency across the board yeah. which is the most unsettling part of it oh that's so gross ryan yeah. that's gross yeah <laughs> so um and then unrelated to tiktok but there's a website called shadowpeople.org um that kimmy had posted that has just like hundreds it's like 24 pages of stories that people like have submitted of their experiences with shadow people um it's like a just just a text-based website it's it's interesting though they have like stuff from like the 90s all the way like the most recent one was like 2021 so it's pretty up to date yeah, and then um, people can submit their stuff there, and they have, like, forums for people to, like, help them get through it, which I thought was yeah. really cool, because we love you guys, but we don't have the emotional capacity. Yeah. <laughs> like, Not at all. I- I'm getting scared off of Benadryl right now, you know? Like, <laughs> we're not ready for this emotionally. Woo! Okay, wow. That's crazy. Just, I don't know, just don't give the hat man money, man. Yeah, yeah then he doesn't got to come collect his debts. Jeez, I don't like this at all. <laughs> you made it get spooky. I don't like it anymore. <laughs> well, um, before we move on, do we have any announcements this week? Yeah, we only have two. Two all this right. week after the beast. Okay, time for the lore report. <laughs> oh that that owl works overtime <laughs> we, pay, we pay it the big bucks just to do that <laughs> so for all our campers out there that are like you know i love alluring podcasts but i'm not about the social needs we get it you can continue to live your off-grid life and enjoy updates from our show with our newsletter every month we send out a newsletter with the latest podcast episodes, shop updates, artist features and shout outs, and anything new coming your way. Like when we do 12 Days of Krampus, that's where you first get all the information about it. Um, it's free to subscribe and it's a great way to stay updated with the world of Loring. Um, plus, I took time to make it look cute. So go check her out. She's all pretty and ready to be read, you know? And you should check it out. Um, to join the newsletter, later, to join the newsletter, <laughs> simply go to alluring.com and click on Alluring Podcast listening page. All you need is your email to sign up. So it's really easy. 
great way to stay updated. You're going to see stuff from the cryptid and folklore community that we think is really cool. So it's just a fun little surprise for your email inbox between all the promotion and spam from everyone else. Yeah, should we like sneak in like in the Loring Shop promo in a... Oh, yeah. I, I actually do promos in the newsletter. So I like... Know. You'll get updates of like, oh, this month we're doing a little discount on shop prints if you mm -hmm. use this code. So the only ways you can get discounts are by one, I see you are the most active little bee on our social media. And I will send you one because <laughs> I have done that twice because <laughs> we have some people that give us nothing but love. Or you join our Patreon and you get a good 15 or 10% discount, which is up there or you join our newsletter and you see when we got little sales going on so that's how you do it because i don't have time to put it anywhere else <laughs> <laughs> and uh so if you forgot because we sure did uh we have a p.o box um that's currently just sitting there um but we'd love to use it now that we remember we have it um so if you've ever created something and you're like man i want to share this with the alluring gang or if you've ever wanted us to read something physically not digitally um send it our way we love getting stuff from you guys it's always fun back when we used to actually remind people that we had a p.o box we got sent an adorable little cross stitch that i believe is hanging like right behind kimmy like forward you can't see it. Camera is only point one direction. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, our P.O. box is um, Alluring Podcast at 1935 South, 1100 East, P.O. box 522001, Salt Lake City, Utah, 84152. And if you're driving, like panicking because you can't write that down, uh, it's on our website. Don't worry. You can go check it out any time of the day. Please, please. Please send us stuff. Even if you send a little letter that just says you were thinking of us and you draw Jeff the shadow person, we'll love it. I have I guess in the back. I have a few things on my wall. I had I just had one of my friends draw me with Mothman and I should post that. And nice. <laughs> it's just really cute. <laughs> we got stuff. One sec. All right, Ryan. Ryan has left the chair. He is getting serious. There is something serious of brewing. I can't even remember what it is. What is it? What's your secrets? The piece, the the strange talk radio people also <gasps> sent us stuff. They, they sent us cute little stickers. Look. Oh, yeah. And I got the button from them, too. And a whole ass bath bomb. Oh, yeah. It, it's making my office smell lovely. Yeah. I, I haven't taken a bath in a while, but one day. One day. Yeah, see, I have them right next to me because I yeah. want to put them on my water bottle. Yeah, so we love knickknacks is the moral of the story. Um, yeah, should we uh, get to our alignment chart? Oh, yeah, let's, let's see how aligned we are. Okay, okay. I, I respect that. So I put it as neutral because I feel like they just kind of give off whatever vibe you're giving off, you know? Because their whole thing is, like, if you're going through, like, a weird time in your life, they kind of just show up. So I think they're more just manifestations of whatever you've got going on. Oh. More so than actually, like, evil beings that are appearing to, like, torment you. 
Oh, okay. See, yeah, Ryan put it straight up neutral. Yeah. I put it neutral between lawful and chaotic, but I did lean it a little more towards evil because I dealt with Jeff for like eight years of my life. Yeah. So. It turns out Jeff is a lawful good one. You just didn't realize it. He was just kind yes. of... Like go to sleep, close your yeah. eyes. He he was just trying to help me get through the day, you it's know. Not and their fault they look creepy. And I give him the benefit of the doubt. I would I would leave it because I never like the thing with Jeff, my my shadow person. He like never. I never felt like ill because yeah. of him, and I think it's because he was attached to the person I was with at the time. Yeah, yeah. So like. I think he was kind of helping <laughs> in the creepiest, best way he yeah, could. Yeah, he's trying to help you cope in his weird way. He's just a little, and like, <laughs> not socially aware. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to just close your eyes That's real quick. That's not his fault, though, yeah. Don't close your eyes. I'll see you in the morning. I'll be in the closet. Don't worry. <laughs> just creaks the door. Oh, I'm All sorry. Right. You have a good sleep now. You guys are dealing with shadow people just imagine them as jeff the shadow person yeah. and everything will be I'll so much talk better to them for you <laughs> but yeah i would i would move them a little bit more towards neutral just because like i feel in all the stuff we were reading there wasn't a lot that were like showing poltergeist activity yeah you know what i mean it was like you're saying it's just like an omen yeah like i wouldn't put banshees as evil you know what i mean yeah so, yeah, wow, and that's nice. I we're green again. This is we're close. Is, we're close. We're, we're we're good. Yeah, I I would go. I would still put them a little towards evil because the religious roots in me are deep. But yeah, like, guilt. That's that's how you do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, let's do our let's do our takeaways. Oh, let's head out. Uh, do you wanna do you wanna go first? Yeah, because I wrote it down this time, so I didn't forget, like, last episode. Uh, if there's a shadow man in your room, just suck him. <laughs> I knew it was the one you were going to do, and I wanted to do it, so... <laughs> oh, man. Um, <laughs> I don't want to say that. That's terrible. Should I say that? Hmm. Um... <laughs> Well, now I want to know. <laughs> I was going to be like, we can cut it out if this is really bad. I was going to be like, raise your vibrations, get a rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's Yeah. Okay. <laughs> gonna... If you are under 18 and you listen to this podcast. Yeah, there's a disclaimer at the beginning. <laughs> Thank that's, you. That's not on us. <laughs> I think that was just too good to pass up. That was just right there, you know. Anyway, whoa, this has been this has been fun. Thanks for making yeah. this not so scary with me. That, yeah. That's always the best part. <laughs> All right. Well, everyone, this has been Wait, that's not what I say. What do I say? Thank you so much for listening. This has been alluring. You just have the most wonderful night of your life. Tell Jeff I said hi. And raise your vibrations. Raise your vibrations, everybody. Am I right? All right. We'll see you next episode. (laughs) Bye. And that's all for this episode of Alluring. Thank you for taking a seat around the campfire and listening. 
If you want more Loring, go check out our website, Loring.com. That's A-L-O-R-E-I-N-G.com. You can also find us on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Discord. If you have any questions, folklore, cryptid sightings, or urban legend you would like us to discuss, email us at alluring at gmail.com. If you like this show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It's the best way to help support us and spread the word. Special thanks to Lane Hammonds for our music. If you'd like to show your support and have access to bonus content not posted anywhere else, visit our Patreon page today at patreon.com slash and help us keep the firewood burning. Bye-bye now.